open your Bibles to Genesis chapter 13. Today we will look at Abram and Lot. Uh, as you may know, Lot is Abram's nephew who Abram uh, took under his wing when his brother passed away when Lot was still a young boy. And to this point, Abram uh, and Sarai have no children of their own. So we will start chapter 13 looking at uh, Abram and Lot as it kind of introduces their relationship to us. Genesis 13. So Abram went up from Egypt to the Negev with his wife and everything he had, and Lot went with him. Abram had become very wealthy in livestock and in silver and gold. From the Negev, he went from place to place until he came to Bethel, to the place between Bethel and Ai, where his tent had been earlier, and where he had first built an altar. There Abram called on the name of the Lord. Now Lot, who was moving about with Abram, also had flocks and herds and tents. But the land could not support them while they stayed together, for their possessions were so great that they were not able to stay together. And quarreling arose between Abram's herdsmen and the herdsmen of Lot. The Canaanites and Perizzites were also living in the land at that time. So Abram said to Lot, Let's not have any quarreling between you and me, or between your herdsmen and mine. For we are brothers, is not the whole land before you? Let's part company. If you go to the left, I'll go to the right. If you go to the right, I'll go to the left. Lot looked up and saw that the whole plain of the Jordan was well watered, like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt toward Zoar. This was before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. So Lot chose for himself the whole plain of the Jordan and set out toward the east. The two men parted company. Abram lived in the land of Canaan, while Lot lived among the cities of the plain, and pitched his tent near Sodom. Now the men of Sodom were wicked, and were sinning greatly against the Lord. The Lord said to Abram, after Lot had parted from him, Lift up your eyes from where you are, and look north and south, east and west. All the land that you see, I will give to you and your offspring forever. I will make your offspring like the dust of the earth, so that if anyone could count the dust, then your offspring could be counted. Go, walk through the length and breadth of the land, for I am giving it to you. So Abram moved his tents and went to live near the great trees of Mamre at Hebron, where he built an altar to the Lord. Now, this is a continuation from the end of chapter 12 uh chapter 12 ends uh i'm reading verse 20 of chapter 12 and pharaoh commanded his men concerning him and they escorted him away him being abram with his wife and all that belonged to him now i'm going to continue to 13 and verse 1 so abram went up from egypt to the negev he and his wife and all that belonged to him and lot with him so Abram gets out and he goes and he has uh, his family, all that belongs to him. And he also took his nephew with him, as we see here. OK, now uh, we now we learn of Abram's uh, stature in verse two. And it reads now Abram was very rich in livestock, in silver and in gold. Now, uh, I have to stop uh, right here. Notice uh, that it says Abram was rich with not only livestock, but with silver and gold. Hebrew words 3701 and 2091 mean money. 
Now, why is this important? Because in, in modern times, we are being told uh, that money did not exist in the Old Testament. So in Malachi, when the Lord says, bring all the tithe into the storehouse, uh, they say, well, back then it was agriculture and livestock, but today it is money. Nothing could be further from the truth. That belief is wrong, wrong, wrong. We see here clearly that money existed in Genesis, the first book of the Bible. And when the tithe was introduced, if God wanted it to be money, he would have said so. So if you are reading this uh, and you still believe that money did not exist in the Old Testament, then you need to read again. As a matter of fact, I will read again. Abram was very rich in livestock and silver and in gold. I'm, in, I'm just really drawing the point that money existed in the Old Testament. So don't let anyone uh, teach you that money didn't exist. And the reason that we tied money in the uh, 20th and the 21st century is because uh they didn't have money in that time. They did. If you believe that the Bible's word of God, it states very clearly right here in Genesis 13 and 2, Abram was rich with silver and gold. Moving on, we learn where Abram and his company uh, are going. Verse 3 tells us, and he went on his journey from the Negev as far as Bethel to the place where his tent had been at the beginning between Bethel and Ai. Uh, now, we mentioned uh, in the previous verse that Negev uh, is so they went uh, that they moved to Negev. So they went north to Bethel, which is east of Tel Aviv, maybe about 40 miles. Now, Abram is back to familiar territory. Uh, we know it's in verse four to the place of the altar, which he had made there formerly. There Abram called on the name of the Lord. Uh, now, when it says of the altar where he had made there formerly, uh, just look back at Genesis 12, verses 7 and 8 for a reminder. Uh, as a matter of fact, since we're right here, I will go back there. Genesis 12, 7 and 8. And the Lord appeared to Abram and said to your descendants, I will give this land. So he built an altar there to the Lord who had appeared to him. Then he proceeded from there to the mountain on the east of Bethel and pitched his tent with Bethel on the west and Ai on the east. And there he built an altar to the Lord and called upon the name of the Lord. So Abram is back in familiar territory. Now we are reminded that Lot was with him. Verse five. Now Lot who went with Abram also had flocks and herds and tents. Okay. Now we see that the footage of the land was not large enough. Uh, notice verse six and the land could not sustain them while dwelling together for their possessions were so great that they were not able to remain together. Their possessions were so great. Sounds like Abram and his nephew Lot were rich and had a lot of things going on. Interesting. This is before tithing uh, ever existed. Okay. But I, I think I've made my point on that already. Uh, uh, now uh, we see that the workers of Abram and his nephew Lot are fighting. Uh, maybe they were claiming each other's livestock and uh, there was a, a lot of arguing going on day after day. We notice verse seven and there was strife between the herdsmen of Abram's livestock and the herdsmen of Lot's livestock. Now the Canaanite and the Perizzite were dwelling then in the land. Uh, it says that the Canaanite were also in the land. Now, uh, these are the inhabitants of Canaan. Also, the Perizzite were there, uh, and these were uh, the inhabitants of the open country and a Canaanitish tribe. So these are the people that are mentioned there. Now, 
In verse 8, Abram takes charge of the situation. Notice verse 8. Then Abram said to Lot, Please let there be no strife between you and me, nor between my herdsmen and your herdsmen, for we are brothers. Uh, Abram, as you, uh, you may know, loved his nephew Lot. He loved him like a son. Uh, we should be led to believe. And because their herdsmen are fighting each other, and like I mentioned previously, it could be that they're fighting over the livestock. Maybe uh, Abram, you know, has, let's say, 500 sheep, and they're bleeding over into Lot's sheep. And let's say Lot has 400, and now they are starting not to know which is which, so they're fighting back and forth. Hey, you know, you took this, that's ours, blah, blah, blah. So we see that Abram, uh, as the elder here, takes charge. Now, uh, Lot looks to see where he will go. Notice verse 10. I'm sorry. Uh, go back to verse 9. Where, uh, a I'm sorry. Abram uh, comes up with a solution in verse 9. I skip verse 9. It's not the whole land before you. Please separate from me uh, for to the left, then I will go to the right or to the right. And I will go to the left. And then we see in verse 10, Lot looks to see where he will go. Verse 10 tells us, and Lot lifted up his eyes and saw all the valley of the Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere. This was before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as you go to Zoar. Now, apparently, Lot looked to the southeast towards the Dead Sea and uh, saw the river in Palestine that ran uh, some 200 miles. Abram and Lot separate from each other. Verse 11. So Lot chose for himself all the valley of the Jordan and Lot journeyed eastward. Uh, thus, they separated from each other. Now, this is probably the first time these two have been apart. Remember, Abram has been taking care of uh, Lot since he was a young man. And when he left, he took Lot with him. So now this is probably the first time that these guys will be apart from each other. Now, uh, Abram also settled. We know it is verse 12. Abram settled in the land of Canaan, while Lot settled in the cities of the valley and moved his tents as far as Sodom. Uh, we get our first uh, look at how the men of Sodom are living. Notice verse 13. Now, the men of Sodom were wicked, exceedingly, and sinners against the Lord. Uh, let's look at uh, a couple of verses to uh, kind of show how these men were living. We will uh, move ahead a little bit to uh, Genesis 18.20. So turn a couple of chapters to Genesis 18 and verse 20. And it reads, And the Lord said, the outcry of Sodom and Gomorrah is indeed great, and their sin is exceedingly grave. Let's also turn uh, farther in the Old Testament to the book of Ezekiel to see how they were living. So turn to Ezekiel 13. I'm sorry, get, get me uh, Ezekiel 16. I want you to go to Ezekiel 16. All right, Ezekiel 16, verse 49. And it reads, Behold, this was the guilt of your sister Sodom. She and her daughters had arrogance, abundant food, and careless ease, but she did not help the poor and needy. That gives us another uh, example of what was happening down in Sodom. 
uh, and how they were living down there. Now, Yahweh speaks to Abram. Now, back to Genesis 13, picking up at verse 14. And the Lord said to Abram, after Lot has separated from him, now lift up your eyes and look from the place where you are, northward and southward and eastward and westward. God uh, makes a promise to Abram in verse 15. For all the land which you see, I will give it to you and to your descendants forever. Now, we see God has made Abram a promise. Abram looks and he tells him that you will have have these lands. Now, the Lord makes another promise. Let's continue with verse 16. And I will make your descendants as the dust of the earth so that if anyone can number the dust of the earth, then your descendants can also be numbered. So we see the Lord is telling him, I'm going to make your people. I'm going to make you uh, a great people. Abram walks around to get a feel of the land. Notice verse 17. Arise, walk about the land through its length and breadth, for I will give it to you. Abram gets up and moves around and he's starting to see and feel the promise that the Lord would give him. He looks all around the land, the plain of the land to see what he will have. Now, Abram and his people, they move again. Verse 18. Then Abram moved his tent and came and dwelt by the oaks of Marah, which are in Hebron. And there he built an altar to the Lord. Now, we see that Hebron is uh, the modern day West Bank, which is uh, southeast of Bethlehem. So we see now where uh, Abram has settled and he also built their altar to the Lord. That brings us to the end of Genesis chapter 13. Uh, thank you for listening. I hope that you go back and study for yourself. And we will study next time when we pick up on Genesis chapter 14. Thank you. Just fade.